It's great to be in God's house this morning, and I thank the Lord for the privilege. Good to see each one that's come this way this morning. We got a nice crowd. Uh, got some visitors. Got some folks haven't been able to be here for a while to come back. All those things are just such a blessing. And uh, had a great Sunday school this morning. Appreciate it. Appreciate Brother Carl teaching it. It's good to be in the Lord's house and, and good to be excited about being in the Lord's house. And I have scripture I like to read, very familiar. It's in the 11th chapter of the book of Matthew, uh, the last four verses, 27 through 30. Again, Matthew 11 and uh, 27. Jesus is speaking here. He said, All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and ye shall learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Would you want to stand for a word of prayer? As we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for your tender mercies and for your loving kindness. God, we thank you for blessing us to be in your house this morning, uh, for being excited about it and what we can feel and what we've already felt in Sunday school. God, we pray today for this service that it would touch people's hearts, that we'd be able to worship you in a powerful spirit today, God, and you speak to people's hearts that are spiritually in need. Uh, God, uh, just as uh, Brother Ryan was talking about as he opened up Sunday school, the burdens that we have and the longing we have to see people move and follow the Lord. God, we pray that we can see that this morning. We ask you these things and we praise you, God, in Jesus' name. And amen. You be seated. Turn over to the choir, Brother Taylor. Page 110. Some glad morning we shall see Jesus in the air, coming after you and me.
306. 306.
time, we'll have the choir come down and we'll turn over to Brother Terry. like to say we appreciate being here today and thankful for the songs we can listen to and worship and you know another Sunday that we can be here and fellowship and even though we can't have our handshake we're still able to fellowship you know the Lord the Lord allows us fellowship in our hearts and you know we appreciate that and we'd like to ask everyone to stand and you know we wonder if anybody has any unspoken prayer requests appreciate all those hands Anybody have a spoken? Uh, I'll just, I appreciate uh, God had the way he's been speaking, and I've got a great burden for folks. And uh, let's just really pray that God speak powerfully to people this morning. Let's remember that. Remember her cousin? that request. Sutton family. Remember Mike. Remember those. Remember his son in law. Uh, his son in law admitted last week that uh, he needed to move. He's lost. And uh, they got a, he said he's really concerned that he'd get another opportunity. And uh, they just desired church's prayers. Sutton's boy. Anybody else? If not, Bill, you want to lead us in prayer? Our most kind and gracious and all our tenderness, Father, we want to thank you, Lord. Die in their 
Really appreciate being here this morning. I, I, you know, think about last year, probably around this time, and had to be somewhere around April, May. Probably one of the services where I came and had to come with no crowd. And um, now I can look out and see, you know, how many people are here today. And you know, we take it. We always say we take it for granted coming, but you know, what a blessing it is to see all the new faces that's been coming back. And it's not new faces. But it's ones that we loved and ones that we already known. But it's nice to keep having our people come back. You know, and there's a lot of, you know, people that you talk to outside of, you know, the church life, our regular work life. And they talk about, you know, being Christians and doing this and doing that. And you say, well, where do you go to church? Well, I don't. Well, you know, it's good to have that fellowship because this helps me get through my week. You know, when I have issues, you know, I have friends that come to church that I can talk to. And it's nice when we're all kind of connected, you know, and it's nice to look out and see, you know, how many people have came back. You know, it's a, it's a blessing, Terry, it is. And, you know, it got so easy, you know, during the whole COVID thing, it got so easy taking Sundays off, Sunday mornings, Sunday nights, Wednesday nights. It was so easy to just stay at home and get in that, you know, a little bit of a groove because, you know, we were able to, you know, watch service for 15, 20 minutes online and then get our stuff done for the week, you know, but I, I don't miss that, you know, I missed when I wasn't coming to church, you know, and it, it, what a blessing it is in my life. We appreciate being here. We just wonder if anybody has a song on their heart. Anybody at all? Not we turn it over to our pastor. Let's pray for her. your prayers you know uh, this is out of my comfort zone but uh, this is what the Lord wants me to try to do so just rushing here and there we're in a hurry we've got so much to do you see 
got so much on our minds. We don't take the time to bring the lost to Jesus on our knees. What are we doing to bring them in? It's all up to me and you. The harvest truly is ripe, my friend, but the labors are so few. Don't put it off until tomorrow. What God says do, you better do it right then. For if you wait, it might be too late to bring that someone in. What are we doing to bring them in? It's all up to me and you. The harvest truly is right. Appreciate Janine and the girls. Anybody else have a song in their heart? If not, you know, we was reading this morning in Revelations and it talks about he that hath a ear, let him hear. You know, uh, Really listen today. You know, if you're lost, you know, this could be the best day of your life. And, you know, we say it all the time, but you won't understand it until you get it. You know, and I can sit here and tell you all about my salvation. And you might look at me like I'm crazy. But, you know, when you get it, you say, man, there's something about that. So really, really pray today for our pastor and let's lift him up with prayers and praying that the gospel goes out and we can see somebody get saved today. You know, that's supposed to be our greatest heart's desire. And, you know, they sing that song, you know, about the laborers. We're supposed to labor to see somebody get saved. You know, in Revelation, it talks about the greatest shall be last. So, you know, I look at that as, you know, after we're saved, that's how our life should be. You know, the greatest part of our life should be the end of it because we're saved. We should be making an impact, you know, towards that. You know, the end of it should be better than the first of it. You know, I'm living my best life now that I'm saved. You know, it's better than how I lived before that. So we appreciate being here today. Brother Terry. It sure is good to be here. I appreciate uh, everything's been done. Uh, I appreciate Lee opening up. He's uh, done a good job. Uh, that uh, good song, uh, What Are We Doing to Bring Them In? And uh, lines right up with uh, what I got on my heart to preach about this morning. And, uh, a lot of what Brother Carl said in Sunday school lines right up with it. And the choir singing. Just everything's been good. And good to see everybody that's here. And uh, uh, God is so good to us. And uh, I'd like to read uh, uh, two passages of Scripture this morning to start with. 
I'd like to read first from the, uh, the fifth chapter of the book of Matthew, uh, verse 14. Again, that's the fifth chapter of Matthew, verse 14. And then I want to read from the book of John. I want to read from the eighth chapter of the book of John, and uh, verse 12. So starting back in Matthew uh, 5 and 14, these are the words of Jesus. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Brother Carl commented on that and quoted this morning. He said, we are that city that's set on a hill. It's up to us to let our light shine. Here's what Jesus goes on ahead and says. He says, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. And listen to what he said. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. All right, keep that in mind and uh, go with me to the eighth chapter of the book of John. And this is also the words of Jesus. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And so, I had somebody ask me many years ago, said, I was reading in the Bible, and, and uh, Jesus said to his church, ye are the light of the world. But then another place he said, I'm the light of the world. Uh, uh, how can that be? And uh, that has to be, and it is, because uh, Jesus Christ in us is the light that shines to the world. And so <clears throat> that's, uh, well, what a privilege. You just imagine uh, when you think about it, uh, God giving his son to come and die on the cross uh, in the grave three days and three nights and then uh, raised from the dead and he's alive and uh, he lives in the heart of his people. Uh, he said, I'm in you and you're in me and I'm in the Father and the Father in me. When, when I got saved, uh, God the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost uh, came uh, to live in me. And uh, the light of the world, I'm telling you, you know, uh, back in the, the book of Genesis when it's talking about the creation, it talks about the, uh, God created the light and he divided the light from the darkness. Uh, now, I believe that happened in a natural sense, but that also happened in a spiritual sense. So I want you to really uh, pray today. Uh, I'd like for us to consider, and I'd like to use the text, the light of the world. I'd like for us to consider uh, where we're at in that. And uh, Over here, uh, again, where I read to you in the book of Matthew, uh, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill uh, cannot be hid. But I want you to think about this. Uh, uh, it says, neither do men light a candle and uh, put it under a bushel. Uh, they don't do that. Uh, you wouldn't light a candle in your house and uh, put something over it where you couldn't see the light. But instead, it said, they put it on a candlestick. Uh, well, I'm glad God gives us the opportunity uh, to be a light and to help somebody. When I was a lost boy, uh, I saw people around me. I recognized people in church that were living for the Lord. Uh, I recognized they had something I didn't have. I saw something in them uh, that I needed and I wanted, and I'm glad they were letting their light shine. And uh, let me go back over here in the book of John for just a little bit. Maybe we'll come back into Matthew. Uh, here, this is very interesting, where Jesus said over here, I'm the light of the world. Just prior to this, now, uh, is the account in the Bible uh, where there were some men that brought a woman to Jesus. They said, we caught her in the act of adultery. I believe those men were, uh, and the Bible said, uh, and putting it in my words, they were just trying uh, to stir up trouble. 
They weren't trying to help anybody. Uh, they asked uh, Jesus uh, if they should stone that woman. And I think they were just trying to cause problems, not only for the woman, but especially for Jesus. Well, uh, you know, Jesus uh, stooped down and he began uh, to ride in the sand and uh, those men left. Uh, been a lot of conjecture about what he wrote and I don't know. Uh, but whatever he wrote, uh, I believe it convicted those men's hearts, and they left. And so then uh, Jesus uh, spoke to the woman. He said, uh, woman, uh, where are thine accusers? She said, I don't have any. He said, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Now, listen, uh, Jesus, he wasn't happy that uh, she'd committed adultery if she had. Uh, he wasn't happy about that. But uh, it wasn't uh, his idea uh, to be mean to her. He didn't want to be hard on her. Uh, she repented, and he forgave her. He said, go and sin no more. And uh, after he said that, then he said, I am the light of the world. Uh, boy, I like that. He said, and listen to this, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Boy, I praise God that when we follow Jesus, we can have the light of life. If you don't have the light today, you need it. Uh, let me uh, read another scripture. Uh, I want to go over here in the book of Matthew again. I want to uh, drop over into the sixth chapter of the Matthew if you want to follow it in the Bible. Uh, verse 21, chapter 6, verse 21. Jesus still speaking here. And listen, and you pray real hard. He said, for where, there, where your treasure is, uh, there will your heart be also. That's Again, that's Matthew 6 and 21. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Listen to this. Uh, the light of the body is the eye. Uh, think about this. He said, if therefore thine eye be single, uh, thy whole body shall be full of light. Now, I want to define that word single. Uh, I got it written down here. The definition single means to me uh, not distracted. Means to be focused. Means to be looking at the right thing. And, and he just been talking about uh, where your treasure is. There will your heart be also. Uh, what is your treasure today? Uh, what is your heart on? Uh, I tell you what. Uh, we need to have our eye on Jesus. Uh, I know we uh, live in a physical world. It's important uh, to make a living for the family. It's important uh, to provide uh, housing. It's important to uh, buy food and clothing. Uh, uh, it's important. We got things to do. We got jobs to go about. We got houses and cars to take care of. Uh, God knows all that. Uh, but we need uh, to have our uh, focus in our heart uh, fixed on God. Uh, uh, we need to have our eye on the Lord. Uh, if we do that, uh, see what it said here. Uh, it said, for the eye of the body, uh, if therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. My friend, we can be a light to our people. Uh, but listen to the other side of it. But if thine eye be evil, in other words, uh, if you're not focused on the Lord, if your treasure is in the world, uh, well, you can take a good thing. Uh, Brother uh, Carl, I think, said this in Sunday school. You can take a good thing and make a bad thing out of it. Uh, I, I remember uh, one time, uh, uh, one of the, uh, it was Brother Elbert Smith, a great preacher, one of the finest preachers i ever known. And, uh, he uh, had gotten uh, to liking to go fishing real good. Nothing wrong with fishing. Boy, I like to fish too. Uh, but he told this on himself uh, to make a point, and uh, he wouldn't care uh, for me telling it. He'd been gone to heaven a long time. He said he come and got down to pray at the altar. And I said when he got down to pray and he tried to pray, he said in his mind all he could see was a, a little bobber uh, bobbing up and down in the water. Uh, he said, I had my mind on fishing too much. Uh, he said, I, I repented. And said, I said, Lord, help me get my mind on you. Uh, he said, I had to I slow down on my fishing. 
fishing. He said, I still fished a little bit, but, but I got my mind more back on the Lord. Uh, listen, uh, we need to have our uh, mind on the Lord. Uh, we need to have our eyes single. We need to be focused on the master. Uh, listen to me. Uh, uh, we need to be letting our light shine. Uh, uh, let me go back over here into another scripture. Uh, this uh, a scripture over here, uh, the one I want to talk about a little bit, uh, over here in the 16th chapter of the book of Acts. Uh, I'm not going to read it, but you can go back and read it. It's very familiar. Paul and Silas, uh, they've been preaching the gospel. And uh, when the Bible talks about them, it says they were put in prison, and they put them in the inner prison. Uh, I'd say that's the maximum security. Uh, but I'm telling you, they got started singing and praising God, uh, and the prisoners heard them. Uh, well, it was dark, physically speaking, uh, but there was a spiritual light that was shining in the ray. God, about the middle of the night, God came through with an earthquake, Billy, and he shook the prison up. He opened up the prison doors. He took the bonds off of the men. And, well, that fellow that took care of the prison, he had the charge of these men. When he saw that everything was opened up, he thought that they had all gone. Well, the doors opened, the bonds were broken. Brother John, he was afraid. He got out his sword. He was gonna kill himself because he felt like he failed his job. Uh, but, oh, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad Paul said, do yourself no harm. We're all here. It always amazed me. Uh, Paul uh, knew what was going on, even though it was in the black of night. Well, that man that was in the prison, he called for a light. Uh, he needed a light to see. Now, physically, that's true. Uh, but Ryan, he not only called for a light, and he came in where Paul and Silas was, uh, and they said, do thyself no harm. We're all here. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what, then he was getting to a place uh, where he was going to see the real light. He said, what must I do to be saved? Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They said, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Well, now, listen what happened uh, when he uh, took them home with him. Uh, boy, I'm glad uh, you can take something home with you, uh, just like when Jesus told Zacchaeus, I come down out of that sycamore, I'm going home with you. Well, the jailer took Paul and Silas home with him. And I'll tell you what happened. Uh, he got baptized. He trusted Jesus. I uh, got saved and got baptized. And what else happened? His whole house uh, trusted Jesus and got saved and got baptized. I'm telling you what, uh, we need to be a light uh, to our people. Uh, and so uh, let's think about this. Uh, let's uh, consider what's going on. Well, I need to read another scripture. I had a lot of them marked. This is in the fourth chapter of the book of 2 Corinthians. Uh, listen what Paul said to the people of Corinth. He said, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid uh, to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. I'm telling you, the old devil is trying to blind the minds of the world. He's trying uh, to blind uh, the minds of our people. He's trying to blind the minds of our family. Uh, we need uh, to be letting our light shine. I'm telling you what, uh, listen, uh, I would like for my light to be shining bright. Well, preacher, are you just trying to uplift yourself and get exalted? No, sir. I didn't say it was shining bright. I like for it to be brighter than what it is. But I want to be a light to somebody on my journey. 
Uh, and think about this. Uh, we need to be showing our children the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. And so when, when the Lord said here, uh, you are a city that's set on a hill, a light that cannot be hid. Uh, and I want you to get this again. I want to go back to it. It's real important. Uh, what he said here, uh, what he's talking about, when he said down here, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father. Well, I'll tell you what. That goes along with that scripture I just read about if your eye being evil, well, there's a darkness in you. How great is that darkness? Uh, let me ask you a question today. Uh, if you uh, people around you, uh, your loved ones even, let's start with them. Uh, if you've got a, a lost husband or wife, if you've got lost children, uh, if you've got uh, lost loved ones and lost friends, uh, are they seeing the light in you today? I'm telling you what, uh, we need uh, to put God first in our life. Uh, I know life's real busy. I know uh, people got jobs. Uh, I sympathize with people. Sometimes people's jobs hinders them from coming to church. Uh, if you can't come, uh, God understands that. But let me tell you a little story. Let's come on my heart. Uh, many years ago, I had a good friend that was coming to church real good. He was real spiritual, really in church. And then something changed. He wasn't come to church very much. And, and I talked to him. I said, but I've been missing you at church. He said, well, uh, they've, uh, they've told me I have to work. I, I can't come. I've got to work. I said, man, I hate that. I said, uh, you used to be able to come. He said, yeah, I used to. Uh, uh, but then as we talked a little bit farther, a little bit farther, he said, this job came open. He said, it was a lot more money. He said, I just uh, couldn't hardly turn it down. He said, now I bid on this other job, and I got it. And he said, once I got in, he said, uh, I have to work so much, I can't come to church. And I said, now, wait a minute. Uh, I said, I'm, I'm not trying to criticize you, but you mean you chose this job uh, that works you on Sunday and you can't come to church? He said, yeah, I did. It's more money. And I, I said, well, brother, what you did is put your money before the Lord. Uh, uh, you chose money instead of worshiping God. Oh, now, preacher, uh, you're getting awful hard. I'm, I'm telling you what, I'm just preaching what God gave me. I, I've kind of wrestled with this all week long, uh, but I, I can't take it home with me. I, I'm going to have to uh, just uh, give it out here. Uh, uh, you can do what you feel like and what you need to do with it and what you want to do with it, but I'm telling you what, if you're not letting your light shine, it's your fault. It's your fault if you're not letting your light shine. Now, I understand some people don't have a choice on their job like that. You got jobs, and they hinder you. Uh, I sympathize with you. Just pray and do the best you can. I know uh, some people uh, have a uh, sickness, and some people have problems, and some people live a long ways off, and you can't come uh, maybe to church all the time. But I'm telling you what we need to do today. We need to do the best we can uh, to come to church and, and get in and have power with God. Uh, we need uh, to lay aside the things of the world. Uh, we need to get in the center of God's will. I'm telling you what, uh, what's at stake? Uh, uh, life is not about having a party. Uh, not Life's not about wreck. Recreation. I like recreation. I'm not against recreation. I like to fish. I like to play a little golf. I probably played a game or two, four or five years ago, and I enjoyed it. But I might go again this week. I don't know. Nothing against those things. I like sports. I like recreation. We just went and visited a few days down south. We just loafed a little bit, had a good time, saw some sights. Of course, we did go to church a couple of times, and that was a highlight of our visit down there. Got to be in some good meetings. Heard the gospel preach. Uh, got to hear some songs sung. Got to see some people come to the altar. Uh, we need to be about the Father's business. When Jesus said, I'm the light of the world, 
world. Uh, he bestowed on us that light, and that light's in us. Oh, if that light is darkened, how great is that darkness? I'm telling you what, a time is running out. A time is getting by. Uh, just seemed like a few days ago, uh, that Lynn and I got married and, and then seemed like just a little while uh, down the road uh, a year, uh, maybe 13 months, I don't know I had our first uh, little baby in the house uh, and then four more years later had another little baby in the house and uh, now those little babies as grandparents uh, well preacher you must be getting old, uh, I bound to be uh, but I'm still here uh, and while I'm here I want to do what I can for Jesus uh, but what I'm telling you about time getting by. You can't call yesterday back. What goes down, what goes down time is gone. If you're going to do it, if you're going to let your light shine, you better get with it. Because I'm telling you, I believe there's as much darkness in the world as there's ever been. Ungodliness. I'm going to have to get my breath, but I'm not done preaching. You just keep praying. Somebody probably said, Lord, have mercy, ain't done yet. <laughs> but I'm not. I need to keep preaching. Here's the thing about it. When I was a lost boy, there were people living for the Lord who were a light to me. And they led me to the Lord. Now listen, I, I already know, uh, and I'm not trying to point anybody out or pick anybody or call anybody's name. I wouldn't do that. But I already know there's some people who need to come to Alder this morning. If you need to come, you ought to come. Uh, you say, well, right now, yeah, you can come right now. We don't have to have a song. But you need to do what God needs for you to do. You don't have to be a really bad person to need to come to the altar. I think sometimes uh, we get in a pattern as a time has gone by. I think we avoid the altar too much. I think some of God's people needs to come on the altar maybe a little more regular. Uh, kind of uh, brighten up and get a little closer and uh, refresh things and get a little bit revived. Uh, nothing wrong with getting revived. And uh, if the altar help you, uh, there will not be ashamed of the altar. Uh, Jesus wasn't ashamed of the altar uh, of the cross. Uh, that's the greatest altar ever was, was the cross. And Jesus wasn't ashamed of it. He went to it uh, and endured the shame of it, but he wasn't ashamed of it. And so listen, if you're gonna uh, lead your children to Jesus, you need to live right and be alive. Uh, uh, don't just uh, think, well, everything will work out all right. I've talked to people that said that. said, well, one of these days, I've got a good friend uh, that's not coming to church uh, that he saved and, and he talked to me about his family and he said, I want to be a light to him, especially to my grandchildren. Uh, someday I want to get in and be a light to him. I encourage him, you better get in now and be a light to him. Uh, time is going by too fast. Uh, we need to be about the Father's business. We need to get in. Well, listen, I remember a time when I was a, a saved boy and I, I wasn't in fellowship with God. Oh, preacher, you have times like that? Yeah, too many of them. Uh, but I remember a time as a saved boy. I wasn't in fellowship with God. And I come to the house of the Lord, and I was sitting kind of toward the back. And I hadn't been out doing any ungodly things. I just wasn't following God like I was to. I got cold and indifferent. I just had my eye, instead of it being single and focused on the Lord, it was focused on too many things out here. Uh, just looking every direction instead of where I ought to. Uh, I was sitting back there and the church was going on. And there was a person in the, in the auditorium, uh, in the church house, in the sanctuary. And God drew my attention to that person. I thought, boy, I'd like for that person to get saved. Well, about the time I said that, boy, you ought to have heard the talking 
talking to, God give me. He said, uh, if you really mean that, if you really want them to get saved, uh, you ought to do a little different what you're doing. He said, you ought to act right. You need to get in. Uh, I said, well, maybe later, uh, uh, maybe later. God said, now is when you need to get in. Uh, listen, uh, we need to get in right now. Today is the day of salvation. Uh, now is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time. Well, preacher, I'm already saved. Well, what I'm saying is uh, somebody else needing to get saved today. Uh, if you uh, that needs to move up or get in, it'll make it easier. And so uh, we, we can't make anybody get saved. We can't make our kids get saved. But I declare, uh, listen, if you, if you had uh, your family and they was going to walk through a, a, a dark a jungle maybe or down in the mountains, you know, it kind of looks like a jungle sometimes. And I've been down through there before when I was a kid. Sometimes we and some of my cousins, we'd be out walking in the mountains. When it got dark, I'm telling you what, it really got dark. And sometimes back then, sometimes we'd use one of those old coal oil lanterns. It didn't seem like it put out uh, much light if you had it uh, in the daytime. It uh, seemed like it just put out a little sparkle of light. But I'll tell you what, if you get that old coil lantern lit up and you was walking uh, through that path uh, out there through the, through the woods, Billy, and, and you could see where you was going, you could see where you are stepping. Uh, just a little bit of light was better than no light. And and the brighter it got, the safer you fell. I'm telling you what, I want to be a light to my people. What about you? That's the question. Are you being a light to those around you? Are you helping somebody? We need to be a witness to our people. Uh, we need uh, to be inviting people to church. Uh, uh, we need to be talking to people. Uh, somebody said, I'm, I'm just not good at that. Uh, don't matter if you're good at it or not. Uh, make an effort at it. That's God to help you. Invite people to church. Uh, tell people about Jesus. Are you being alive? Uh, listen, what if, you, what if you're here today and you got lost people that's looking at you? Brother Carl made it this point today. He said that, that city's set on a hill. It's a life that can't be hid. And so he said, we either let our light shine or we don't. But we can still be seen by the world. Uh, if we don't let our light shine, it looks dark up on the hill where the church is. Uh, the world will make fun at us and, and the devil will laugh at us. We need to be about the Father's business. Do you care? Do you care? Do you really care? People that really care, do something about it. Uh, put your care into action. Uh, love is not just a word. Uh, we're not supposed to just love in word, but we're supposed to love in deed. If we love the Lord, we'll live for it. If we love our lost people, we'll shine a light out to them. So listen, if you don't have the light in you, you need it. It takes Jesus in your soul. Get your song ready. Let's all stand. Somebody needs to come today. Would you please obey the Lord? Would you let God have his way in your life? Oh, I'm so glad to be in God's house today. I'm so glad uh, to feel what I feel in my soul. Got a great crowd. Thank God for every person that's here. Well, I appreciate everyone that's here today. And, and why we're saying, those that need to come, come on. You that need to get closer to the Lord, come. If there's somebody here lost needs to come, come. Obey the Lord. Are you where you need to be with Jesus? Obey the Lord. Would you come? Please come. 
Boy, I believe God's wanting somebody to come. Please come. Please obey the Lord. Taylor Paul's just a minute. I want this to come on my heart real strong to say this. I already mentioned it, but I want to say this. Well, having good intentions is good. I, I appreciate people uh, even has good intentions to come to church. Sometimes I talk to people and say, well, I've been intending to come. I'm going to one of these days. I appreciate them wanting to come. But then when they come to the point and they go ahead and come, that's, that's much, much better. It's a lot better to be at church than to just have intentions to come. Might be somebody watching on live stream if that's too. Maybe you've been thinking about coming, but you're just sitting home watching. If you watch, I'm glad you're watching, but that's if you can do more than that, that's not near enough. Instead of sitting at home, I, you need to get out and come on to the church house. Okay, let's move on another step. I believe, like I was, I've done this many times in my life. I've sat in church and know I needed to do something. God really stirred my heart. I said, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm, one of these days I will. I, uh, maybe not right now. And, and I've talked to people over time. It said, I got some things I need to get fixed up, some things I need to do, some things I need to put in order, and then I'll come. Well, let me, let me make this suggestion to you. If we've got things that we need to put in order and things we need to do in our life, how about let's let God help us do that? If God, and here, let me, let me give you this. God's never made a mistake. God's never been wrong, and he's never been out of time. He's never been out of time. He's right on time all the time. So here's the point. If God's speaking your heart today, then you need to come today because God's not wrong about when he asks you to come to the altar. If you need to get in today, uh, you can say, well, I need to fix this or I need to fix that. I'm telling you what, uh, you need to come and let God get in your life and you need uh, to let him help you fix the thing that needs fixed. God knows what to do and he knows how to do it. Uh, we can't even imagine uh, all the things that God knows better how to do than we do. So instead of putting off things and sitting back and saying, no, not right now, not right now, not right now, we need to say, God, by your grace and with your help, God, I'm going to come. God, I, I want to serve you today. God, I want to obey you today. And boy, I appreciate these folks coming to sing. Well, I appreciate our young folks. And I praise God for them this morning. And, and while they're coming, I, I just want to uh, take a few more moments just to... Uh, consider this and ask you to think about this and, and praise God today that they're coming. Boy, I'm proud of them, and I appreciate this right here. Uh, got one praying here. Boy, I'm proud of that. Let's pray. Everybody wants to pray. Pray. If you want to sing, when you get ready to sing, you can sing. But, but let's pray right here, boy. Praise God. I appreciate people coming to the Lord. Now, I believe as many needs to come. And when they get ready to sing, sing whenever you're ready. Come on. You can make the sun There's to others shine. need to come. Others and need to come. Lord, that, would you come? You Please come. The Please come. Well, I'm proud of folks that are here today. Lord, Praise God. Praise God. Me. Glad y'all are here. Glad everybody's here. Appreciate y'all. If you need to come pray. I'd like anybody back here needs to come mountains. pray. Anybody you needs to come pray. I'd like to pray sea. with you. Would you obey the Lord? Just mind the Lord. Would you like to come pray, honey? Okay. I believe your daughter might come if you did. I'm just earthly flesh and bones. Come, let's pray. Come, let's pray, honey. You need to get saved, don't you? Come. Oops, just ask you.
Everybody. God wanted you to get saved, folks. Praise God. Just ask Jesus to save you. He will. He loves you. God loves you. Praise God today. Th thank you, Lord. Well, I thank God for this one's come. I just can't hardly leave her side. My heart's heavy for her. But while I'm praying for her, God still let me beg you. There's others need to come here today. Others need to move. Others need to come. Well, I praise God for you today. Glad y'all come. But I beg of you others that's needing to come. Please come. Please obey the Lord. Let God help you fix it. You can't fix yourself, but God can. Let him today. Praise God. Come on home. Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on home. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hey, more need to come. Come and get in. Thank you, precious Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus. testimony what's happened with you today honey did you get saved you, did you ask the lord to save you yeah i love that smile that yeah and did it you, you he's in your heart now yeah hey man <laughs> thank the lord say where you want to i'm just proud of her hey man I'm proud i've of seen it a long time in her you know the last time she was here i felt like god spoke to her so when y'all come in this morning it, I, boy it stirred my heart I'm so, so thankful. We wouldn't have been here today if it wasn't for her. She, she begged me last night oh, to bring her today. <laughs> praise the Lord. Well, I thank God. And I thank God that you did bring her. And uh, uh, just, just stay here with us for a minute. Let's serve some of you all. 
I just got to be better light for my kids. Bless your heart, buddy. I have two kids that need saved. And oh, I haven't done the things I should be doing. Bless your heart, buddy. Bless your heart. Love you. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Now, did you want to join church to get baptized? Okay. All right. Can I hear a move receive her as a candidate for baptism? Got one hand there and another second. Everybody in favor, just raise your hands. Amen. Okay. Now, since we've not been uh, shaking hands and hugging much, just for all them that moved this morning, let's clap for them. Y'all can go back and see. You can go back and see that. And I appreciate the, I appreciate the youth coming and singing. And uh, we've had such great moves this morning. My heart's been blessed. My cup's overflowed. But God, as I, as I had everybody clap, uh, God spoke to him and said, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. God said, I want you to, I want you to, and if y'all will sing another song, get you another song. Uh, I said, sing another song and uh, make that invitation again. And uh, if you're here this morning, and God's speaking to your heart and you need to come, it's your move. Uh, I'm telling you what, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And then he said, then he said, you are the light of the world. Have you ever, and I, and I know sometimes in my Christian life, I've thought about the responsibility side of it and I thought about the, you know, my duty and all that, and, and that's there. But when I'm just right with the Lord, I think about the privilege and, and the excitement, what the, the blessings and so uh, think about how good of a blessing it is from God himself, the creator of all things, the one that gave his son to die on the cross, that he trusted us to carry the light of his son in us and uses us as vessels to reach the world. See, Jesus isn't still down here in the flesh. We know that. Uh, but he's still the light of the world. How is it? Through us. Through us that are saved, that will live for him and obey him. And now... Uh, listen, I want to say this. Now let them sing. Somebody else that's lost needs to come get saved. I'm confident of that. I'm also extremely confident that there's some others here that haven't been living for the Lord like you should. Somebody's saved. And God's given an extra song and an extra amount of time and an extra bit of invitation uh, that you can come get things right. Because I want you to know if you're out of fellowship with God, and it's working on you, and you're feeling that, and whatever reason. And you know, uh, everybody's got reasons why they don't come back. The devil got plenty of reasons, but his reasons are all worthless. They're all lies. If you'll come and get things fixed up between you and the Lord, and let God bless you, you can go away from here feeling happy and feeling joy in your soul, and, you, and your life will be bright. Even a rainy day will look sunshiny. Don't go away from here sad-hearted. Sing whenever you're ready. Listen. Come on. Come on. Please come. Please come. Boy, some more folks need to come. Please come. Would you come? Come right now. Come right now. Please come. Please come. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Obey him today, folks. He's a good God. He's worthy of obeying him. Please come. Let God have his way in your life. Please come. Please come. Please come.
Listen to that good song. Somebody needs to come right now. Urgently. Quickly. If God's talking to you, it's time. I'm not trying to rush you, but when God's talking to you, it's time. It's time to, to come. It's time to move. Time to obey the Lord. Now's the day of salvation. Now's the acceptable time. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart. And, and as far as people that are saved, you know what the old Bible said? Choose you this day whom you'll serve. We make a choice. We choose who we're going to serve. I choose today who I'm going to serve. Tomorrow will be the same choice. Will you come? Come on. Come. Amen. We got some more needs to come. Come on. Please come. My goodness. Please come. Please come. Please obey the Lord. Come, let's talk. Listen. If you come and pray and you're not satisfied, you just go back to your seat. You, no harm done. Just make an effort. Come and see that Samaritan woman after she'd gotten acquainted with Jesus, went back to town, said, come and see. Come and see. Come and see. Yeah. Bless her, Lord. Come pray with this one, folks. Amen. Amen. Pray with her. While we pray with her, and while they finish this song, I'm going to ask for another song after this is over. We want to extend the open door of this church, too. If you're here and You've been saved. God's laid on your heart to join this church. We're glad to have you. Doors is open. Obey the Lord. Yeah, listen. Obey the Lord. He's my shoulder to Listen, if you need to get saved, come. If you need to rededicate your life, come. If you need to join the church, come. We're glad to have you if that's what God wants. Just check with the Lord. He's the one that knows. He's not just a soul. God's the one that knows. Just follow him, trust him, obey him. Use, use the opportunity that God gives you. Yeah. We've all been blessed. God's good to us. Thank the Lord for you. That's good too. Let's just clap for that. Clap for that. Yeah. 
I need at least one more verse. <laughs> I know somebody said, he's going to take all day. I never will get to eat lunch. <laughs> I really, uh, time's not the, the factor. It's the moving power of God and God calling. And, and it's always been one of my desires, don't drag a service. But if God's in the arrangement, it's not dragging it. It's following the Lord. I believe there's somebody else here that needs to come real bad when y'all get ready to sing another song. And uh, church, let's pray. Uh, people's lives are in the balance. And uh, I'm telling you what, if you're here and you're saved and uh, you're not following God and you're not living for him, uh, I'm, my goodness, all that's at stake, you need to just put everything else behind you, whatever the devil's telling you, say, get behind me, Satan, and come and get things fixed up. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something else that the devil will probably tell you, and it's a lie. Yes, those people don't love you anymore. They, they, I, he told me that when I was out of fellowship. He thought, he said, you can't ever get back in. You can't never get where you used to be. Those, and those people, uh, they're kind of down on you. Uh, they don't love you like they used to. But when I, when I come to a point and I humbled my heart and I submitted to the Lord and I come to the altar and I repented, and when I got up, oh, my goodness, the love that I saw and felt in the church, uh, I thought, well, uh, they love me just as good as they always did. And uh, I'm telling you, uh, God loves you and the church loves you. And if you want to be a help to somebody, get in. Sing when you're ready. Oh, Peter yeah. and John were going to prayer. Come on. They had no Come on. Idea Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. God knows what he's doing. God's moved here real good today. One got saved. Bunch renewed up. Were you part of that? You could be. You should be. Any of us can get out. You don't have to be a bad person to get off track a little bit. You don't have to be a bad person to get out of line a little bit. You don't have to be an outlaw to need to come to the altar. You know what it means when you need to come to the altar? It means you're human. You know what? All of us are human. Do you know that? Every one of us. All of us are human. Every one of us are human. Bless her, Lord. Bless her, Lord. Bless her, Lord. Help her. Bless her heart. Help her, Lord. Bless her, God. Help her, Lord. Please, Lord, help her. Amen. Pray for that one there. Pray for this one over here. Praise God. Well, I'm telling you, we got a big God. He's able to do what needs done. Somebody else can come. I've still got a burden stirring in my heart. I have here for these, but also <laughs> both directions, this way and this way. People need to move for the Lord. Oh, I just 
Amen. Thank the Lord. How do you feel? Good. What happened? God saved me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Isn't that wonderful or what? I thank God. Praise the Lord. Okay. I need to go here. Now, you say what's on your heart, buddy. I just needed to say sorry to the church. All right, buddy. Well, you know what? I'm proud of you. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for both of you. And uh, we'll uh, let the parents uh, consult, let her consult with her parents about getting baptized. <clears throat> they can consult about that, but she's saved. <laughs> Praise God. All right. I don't know if we clapped yet or not. If we did, let's clap again. <laughs> all right. Thank you for all that good singing. Amen. Hey, man. I love it. Stop shining my light to the people around me. This is the very best thing about being alive. Hey, man. heart and I appreciate it now while she sings this song the others that need to come to the altar please come and there might be even somebody just needs to come don't need to come to the altar might just need to come say something or do something or join church Whatever. or maybe somebody's repented already sitting in your seat and you just need to come maybe you don't need to pray you need to come say hey I was out of, out of my place and I prayed back there, and God's forgive me, and I want to apologize to church and let you know God forgive me. I, you can do that. Just do whatever you need to while she sings. The name of the song is Empty Me, Lord. And you know, a lot of times we talk about the Lord filling us up, but sometimes we just need to ask the Lord to empty us from the things that are, and that's what this says, from the things that are hindering us to yeah. live the best light that Amen. we can and to be Amen. the best light that we can. Amen. And Terry preached such a good message, and I can say amen to that. He's, he's my pastor, too. He's my <laughs> husband, but what a good message amen. that was. And it was, some of that was to me. Bless I need Lord. to let my light shine more. So Help her, Lord. pray for me. I'll try to sing this. If I can't sing it, I'll just tell you what the words of it are. Okay. Lord, I know when you saved me, yeah. you filled me with your spirit yeah listen and i praise your holy name but oh precious lord huh. to be alive some god of god's calling somebody still yet your holy spirit obey the lord must be shining in me yeah listen Lord, will you empty me Listen. of wow. every selfish thing? How about that? 
that would hinder my sweet walk with thee. Do you have something hindering you? God can help you. Shine down yeah. upon me. Yeah, Lord. And fill me anew. Right. In every way, Lord, let me be more like you. Amen. This is the one I like so well. Now when your light, Lord, is shining upon me, yeah. there's no hiding yeah. its wonderful glow. Family and children, my neighbors yeah. and all my friends, yeah. When I'm in Jesus, then all others will know. Yeah, amen. That's Lord, it. That's will letting you your light shine. Letting your light shine. Me Somebody needs to come follow the light. Every amen. Thing amen. That would hinder my sweet walk with thee. Shine down upon me yeah. and fill me anew in every way, Lord. Let me be more like you. Amen. Well, thank the Lord for that song. All right. Anybody else got anything for you? Turn over for the announcements. No hurry, but as far as I got the impression to go asking for songs. I, I didn't ask for that, but I'm sure glad we got it. That song blessed my heart. I'm sure God was speaking to folks while Sister Linda sang. Okay, no other words, just be sitting for a minute. Uh, anybody got the announcements? I do. Come on. <laughs> Um, we do have youth group today, and that is for all ages. Um, grades first through fifth grade will stay until 3 o'clock. Um, if there are younger youth than that that want to stay, they can stay as long as the parent stays with them. Um, sixth grade and up, we will be here all day, um, and we are serving subs today. So bring your appetites. We uh, moved the men's Bible study from Tuesday nights to Monday nights. Still at 7 o'clock, so if you wanted to join in on that Zoom Bible study for the men, that is now going to be at 7 o'clock on Mondays. Uh, it, it was on Tuesdays, but it's on Mondays now. Any other announcements? i got a couple, but if anybody else got some. Okay, that was about the youth group. Uh, bridal shower for Sister Kelsey Martin, April the 25th at 12:30 here at Lima Missionary Baptist Church, and uh, and uh, Sunday school will have a jumping into spring breakfast bounce house Saturday, April 17th, uh, from 10 to 12 for all Sunday school kids ages uh, sixth grade and under. So remember those. I want to announce this. Uh, uh, probably all of you know, but now Sister uh, Maxine uh, 
Brother Dan Sutton's wife, Sister Maxine, passed on. Her funeral will be Saturday. It's going to be uh, at 11. Pardon me? Uh, yeah, it would be uh, Charles. Charles at uh, Shawnee Chapel. I was trying to think of the time. 11 o'clock. Yeah, t two hours viewing before the time, uh, but the funeral will be at 11 o'clock, and that's at Charles at the Shawnee Chapel. So really pray for Brother Dan and they got a big family. Pray for the whole family, and, and uh, remember us. I'm I'm going to be part of that funeral, I think. And so, uh, pray for me. Pray for them. Let's really pray. Well, I appreciate the, how the church uh, moved today, and how you prayed, and how you sang, and testified, and the people come to altar. And, and I I've got such a great burden for others that didn't come, and uh, that's I'm glad God's given me that burden. I want to see you move. So church, let's just keep praying. And uh, let's come back uh, tonight at 6 o'clock if you can. Come Wednesday night at 7 o'clock if you can. Let's pray, 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 pray. All right. Anything else? All right, we'll explain this. Everybody probably knows it, but in just a moment, we'll have everybody stand. But uh, probably a lot of our deacons already went back there. Uh, after we have a closing prayer, we'll let our deacon brothers dismiss the congregation uh, a row at a time from the back. That won't take too long. And that kind of keeps a crowd from being bunched up in the foyer. And then also, we'll remind you <clears throat> that uh, uh, the offering plates will be out there. And uh, if you want to put something in the offering, you can. We will tell you this. Uh, last Sunday, uh, we had uh, a special plate out besides the regular church offering. had a special plate out for uh, the disadvantaged children, the needy children. And people gave to that. I'm not quite sure how much it was. Okay, thank you, Brother Roy. Appreciate that. $1,550. And that helps children that need shoes and pants and backpacks. And uh, they told one story about a little girl that recently got a new pair of shoes from a fund like that. And she cried. And they asked why she's crying. She said, I never had new shoes before. And that just, boy, that just gets to your heart. Okay, if nothing else, time to come to close. We'll ask everybody to see the stand. Brother Hendrickson, pray dismissal.